This is Truth Be Told. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Truth Be Told. We're gonna be continuing our conversation on relationships. This is part two. Guys, we're gonna dive in deep about sex. We're gonna talk about marriage. We're gonna talk about communication. We are gonna talk about everything. So, about <laughs> Wait, can yeah. I ask a question so, to you? Yeah, for sure. I mean, when you were talking, I feel like maybe some singles would love to hear the answer to this. You what? said that you've had like year long <clears throat> relationships, like, yeah, like very serious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I know a lot, of, I feel like a lot of people get into relationships and years pass and they are like, I can't break up with someone because because of time. I've yeah. like committed so much time. So I would yeah. love to hear like yeah. how you, I don't know, if you ever felt that or like yeah. what, like how you came <clears throat> to the place of like breaking up with them and. Yeah, I, I don't. You know, you well, know. as I'm like just going back because it's easy to flash. Because again, like because I was such like a years, I I can count like on one hand like the boyfriends that yeah. I've had. Um, so I think looking back at it, I feel like some things were just organic. I I never felt like um, there was one relationship where it was just non negotiable. He cheated on me. And that was just for me. And I'm not saying this for anyone because there may be people out there that are married and experience this. And I don't want to negate your experience. You've probably walked through forgiveness and and are still in that relationship. But for me, um, dating someone and having that experience to me only made me feel like if this is happening when we're dating, then I I can expect this in marriage. Mm -hmm. Or, um, you know, just lying or different character things. Because I feel like it's very hard to just lump in into a couple of months someone's character I think it takes a little time to spend with them so for me you know and in marriage too I mean there are things that come up in marriage that you have to learn to work through you can't just be like peace out I'm out like we're breaking up like you have to learn to work through those things so for me the way I approach every relationship was not like okay they messed up now I'm gonna think and put myself on this high pedestal like I'm perfect and like just break up with this person but it was patterns of behavior Mm -hmm. that were either Mm self-destructive that were um, disrespectful Mm -hmm. that were just character things that to me were like okay I've given x amount of time Mm -hmm. this is really who you are right now and at this point like and of course having conversations with them about it and if it's not changing then there's a moment where you have to say again like this is my value Mm -hmm. this is what I deserve this is my worth and and it's not easy you guys like breaking up with Mm -hmm. someone like I'm not trying to say like oh man I had it no, I yeah. cried my yeah. eyes out. I did the Ben and Jerry's. They were my husbands for a while. You know what I mean? I did. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Loyal husbands, you know? Um, and, you know, Terry Garcia, hey, sponsor Ooh. us. Uh, but, but you know what I mean? Like, but I, I had to really say, hey, Marquita, like, you deserve better. And yeah. I will tell you, it wasn't always easy in that season for me because I was still figuring myself out. Yeah. So, again, I don't want to seem like I had it all together and I was totally empowered. Right. But right. I ha- I really had those moments where, like, no, you're better than this, and yeah, you deserve yeah. better. And well, so I had to have those difficult conversations. And yeah. honestly, most of the relationships, I broke I broke up with them. Yeah, there was awesome. one relationship that was just kind of mutual, but, you know, I just was like, no, I'm better than this. And then also giving myself a sabbatical of, like, yeah. just not dating That's and, like, healing in between those relationships. Because yeah. when you yeah. jump from one relationship to the next relationship to the next relationship, yeah. it is very difficult because you're taking that baggage unless mm-hmm. you've released it. So yeah. I would always yes. encourage you out there, like, if you're dating yeah. or you have an experience or a relationship, I would encourage you to take some time yeah. to really just kind of reset refresh, heal from whatever you need to heal before jumping into the next relationship. There's this quote that I love, which is exactly on that. It says, if you don't heal from what cut you, you'll bleed over someone who never hurt you. And so it's like, 
You you take your hurt and your pain that mm-hmm. someone else caused into your next relationship so mm-hmm. and you begin to spill out all these yeah. insecurities and hurt over someone who has never oh even hurt you. And yep. so that would be my thing as well. Oh like God. if I could give any single person any advice, it would be get as free as you can possibly be Absolutely. as a single person yeah. because it gets magnified in marriage. It doesn't get healed in marriage. Oh Absolutely. Um, but yeah. there are also, it's kind of like Shrek with the with the you know, onion layers. <laughs> there is only a certain amount of healing, I believe, that you can get to. Um, mm-hmm. If it was a relationship that hurt you, then I believe it will also yeah. be a relationship that helps heal you. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, like, you can get to a certain level of healing, which you sh- everyone should pursue before marriage, but then there will be trigger points in marriage mm-hmm. or relationship that mm-hmm. gets pressed, and you need to just realize, oh, this isn't you. This is me and my past issues that I'm yeah. still working through, and give yourself yeah grace for that and just be vulnerable with whoever you're in relationship with and I think that most people especially if you're not blaming them for something they didn't do will track with you and they'll walk that through Mm -hmm. with you and you'll end up being such a freer and um just a better spouse really I mean Mm -hmm. a more gracious spouse and a more confident Mm -hmm. um wife or husband yeah and that's the same thing like even like with divorce when I see people it's like so quick to marry and then quick to divorce and it's like of course I don't know everyone's situation but there are some people in my lives that that I've walked through them with that and and some of the things I've noticed is that same thing it's like the grass is not always greener on the other side. Like no. you being married and thinking, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get divorced from this person. I'm gonna go find someone else who's better or who's perfect mm-hmm. or whatever it is that you have the idea idea with. Like marriage takes patience. Mm-hmm. It takes forgiveness. And it's it's repeated, you guys, because we're not perfect. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. n- and no one is. And it's like the the first thing I I think of when I think about someone like ready to get rid of a relationship. And even going back to that question you asked me, yeah. I stopped and said, is there any part that I have to play in this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, is there anything yeah. that I'm bringing? Am I showing up as my best self? Yeah. And then I, I look at me first before I'm like, okay, wait, we yeah, need to, you know. <laughs> exactly. Because of the thing is, it's like, it's so often very easy to be like, you change. Yeah. And then I'll change. Right. Yeah. Or you fix this about yourself. And then maybe I'll recognize that there's something wrong with right. me. But it's yeah. like, and, and. And having problems or things that you need to work out is not bad. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. like, I had a lot of pain. I had a lot of trauma from losing my brother to my dad leaving me at the same time and him cheating on my mom with a younger woman and and Mm -hmm. walking through depression and anxiety and, like, partying so much and, like, all these different things because I did not grieve the loss of my brother and my dad not being Mm -hmm. a part of my life. And it was very, very, very difficult. I went through such years and years of deep depression and anxiety. And it's like, I had no business being in any kind of relationship with anyone when I really need to be in a relationship with myself and healing and walking through that journey. And, And then the interesting thing is once I walked through that process, like you were saying, freedom, there was so much, Mm -hmm. um, things that I saw which more, with more clarity. Yeah. Like, even bad relationships. And, like, it would be true to say that even the worst of breakups is going to be so much easier than a divorce. Exactly. Yeah, that's so good. And cheaper. And less collateral damage. Because if you start having kids, I mean... Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's what I think about, like, when I'm in the relationships that I know need to maybe come to an end, mm. but I don't want to end them and I don't want to hurt people. I'm yeah. like, oh, the way more people are going to get hurt if I it's let this keep so going true. than if yeah, I yeah. end it now. Yeah, and so, it's so true. So what are y'all's tips on um, 
successful marriage? Like, what were your top three tips of things that you could give of, like, someone maybe who's struggling through something or just needs a little bit of encouragement? Like, what do you what have you learned is, like, your top three tips? Mm-hmm. And then, like, I would love to hear, like, what are some of the things that you're like, hey, like, this is what I would look for in or this is what I'm looking for in a significant yeah. other or what I would hope they would be like? Well, I mean, I think, you know, kind of just going back, piggybacking off of what we were just talking about, there's something that I've noticed with my family, but now I'm noticing it with my husband, Mm -hmm. which is, I've always called it, like, the sin of familiarity, and really, like, what I mean about, by that is that you always, for me at least, I hurt the people that are closest to me when I'm hurting, Yeah, you know, and, like, there was something that, you know, my husband and I walked through recently, like, we're walking through of grieving season and I was just being nasty to him you Mm. know and he was like do you mean this like all you know like he's like you've never said this kind of stuff to me and I realized I'm like wow I just think you're you're safe person to kind of like cut into right now because I'm hurting you know and so I need you to not take anything that I'm saying right now like super seriously seriously because Mm -hmm. I don't mean it I just like need to get this out and this you're right there and but as soon as I acknowledge that it just stopped yeah you know Mm-hmm. And but I've noticed I've do, I've done that with my parents like you know when you're a teenager and you're just a jerk to your <laughs> mom and dad because you're like well they they actually love me and I I love them but say, yeah. you know yeah. I can be a jerk to them and I know they're not going to leave me you yeah. know so in a way it's mm-hmm. actually like it's it's my it's love that up. makes me mean no? yeah. <laughs> but but all, but yeah so I guess like tip number one would be like know that. Um, you have to take everything with a grain of salt for sure, but also just be self-aware. Like, yeah. am, do I mean this or not? And some things are never worth saying. Some things are never yeah, worth yeah. saying, even if they're true. Yeah. Like, you can't take certain things yeah. back. But also yeah. just being on top. I mean, I know men, like, really do find value in being physical. And, like, more and more, I think as, you know, I'll, I'll have been married now eight years this year. And, I know. Yes. Woo, um, But... <laughs> Like, as time goes on, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, we get busy. I'm like, I don't care as much about sex as I used to. Yeah, you it know, does like, sometimes. I'm okay, saying, but be thankful I you can have it. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> For real, but, but like, I actually have to be, like, really Priorities change a little bit. Priorities change, for sure. Grass is great. No, I don't know about that. But <laughs> like, no, no, the, the grass is great. The grass is actually Sex greener is over here. Yeah, I just don't it. Yeah. That's awesome. I want to make so many jokes about, I don't know. Anyway, so, um, but yeah, so like just being intentional and being on top of, of your like sex life, I think is really important. Yeah, in on marriage. top of your sex on life. Top. <laughs> on top. On top. On top. We hear you. They do have this 80-20 rule, you know, that's kind of in a lot of different areas of life, but one of it is in um, physical relationships within your marriage. So they say that a woman needs... 80% emotional connection in order to give 20% physical connection. Ooh. And they say that men need 80% physical connection in order to give 20% emotional connection. And so it's one of these things where it's like, I find that when my husband is feeling disconnected from me, I'm like, oh, I know he needs sex. Oh, I know, yeah, like, yeah, that's good. And even if I'm that's not good. feeling it, because maybe the connection, because I yeah. need the emotional stuff to be yeah, strong yeah. before I can like engage with the physical stuff like Mm -hmm. being aware of that I'm like oh you know what if I need to bring something up or if we are gonna have like a disagreement or stuff like let's have sex first yeah Yeah. (laughs) because that's gonna help you come into this Mm -hmm. like feeling connected to me and that's gonna make me feel connected to you 
Absolutely. But I will say a lot of times sex, even within marriage, can be used as manipulation. Yes. And yeah. I would just say whatever you do, do not use sex as a weapon. That's so Because good. it is like yeah. such a real thing. Mm, it, um, it can be one of the greatest strengths of your marriage or the greatest weaknesses Destroy, yep. destroyers so of your true. marriage yeah. so, so get true. healthy in that area and and sometimes like you have sex as a wife uh because you're being a good wife exactly like, yes. not because no. you want to have sex yes. And you know what I like I remember like some certain moments like man I'm really not feeling it like you just yeah. don't have the energy or, and it's not that you're not attracted to no. him. my husband is smoking hot you guys like I am so attracted to him but just as a woman it's sometimes hormonal sometimes it could be just different yeah. things yeah. girl I yes. would go put on my sexiest thing I will stand in the mirror and say you got this you could do it go get him and just and and here's the thing you never regret having sex when you have it with your husband it's that's true, true. It's I've like never do exactly yeah. you're like, You'll you're leave like the it's hard to get in the gym. Yeah, I, <laughs> exactly. I never end up having sex with my husband and be like, man, I regretted having sex. No, you don't. No, but sometimes you just got to throw yourself in the game. And then once you're in the experience, you're like, oh, my gosh, I was yeah. so stupid. I and it's just so it. okay for your sex life to change. It goes through seasons. Like when you have kids, like it's real that you sometimes you don't want to have sex. And go for the O, guys. Like, don't, like, I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it because I read a book. We're here. I read a book last year. It was, like. Educate yourself. It was a Rachel Hollis book. It was, I don't know. I don't remember which. I think maybe it was that, but it might have been another, it might have been another one of her books. But, yeah, it was one of those. And she was talking about how, you know, she used to just do it to do it and not really engage, you know, and, and just kind of start. It just became this, like, uh, I don't know plug-and-play thing for her and her husband, and so she decided, okay, (laughs) we're not going to keep talking about it. So, but she was like, okay, I'm actually going to, like, we're going to go for it every single time. I'm going to try to enjoy myself. Like, we're going to have sex. I'm going to try to enjoy myself. And that actually made everything so much better, like, for their marriage and all of that. And I don't know what husband wouldn't want their wife to like enjoy, enjoy it, it oh and be gosh. fully into it Absolutely. so if it requires a conversation like hey I like this I don't like this yeah, can we yeah. try that yeah I think like my husband and I do a checkup sorry babe if this is too vulnerable <laughs> for you but we do like we have a check-in like every six months and we're like you know how's our sex life is That's there anything right. that you want to try That's is right. there something that you don't want to do that you're not enjoying and we just kind of have a really open conversation about our sex life most 99% of the time he's like I'd like more and I'm like of course you would you would like more all the time (laughs) (laughs) but I think it's really healthy (laughs) yeah oh my gosh no I love that like honestly I feel like that's such a great healthy tip of having because I feel like people have conversations about okay what are our dreams what are our goals but no one's like what are our goals and dreams and sex yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. what what do we want our sex life to look like, you yeah. know, in this season? And you know? I will and say, change. a lot of women actually maybe experience pain after they've had children in that area. And so oh, um, there's yeah. a good healing process in that. And just be patient with that. But mm-hmm. if it continues, like, please see a doctor because it's actually not meant to keep hurting. Yeah. Um, but I, I actually have a lot of friends who are like, oh, I don't do it anymore because it's painful. Oh, and wow. I'm like, oh, that's a big deal. Like, that, like there's no shame in that. Like, get get some help in that yeah. area because like that's yeah. going to be a glue in your marriage yeah. so yeah that's, that's so a great good. place to get as much help as you can yeah because so. yeah. Yeah. there's so much intimacy that happens and like it's like this interesting thing of like um like when you are intimate with your husband I just feel like it's like 
something that you can't mirror even as close as your best friends or even when you're hanging out and spending quality time or doing things together. There's nothing like when you're intimate with your yeah. husband that just kind of is like... I don't know. Because there's no shame in it. Either. Yeah, and there's it's no, like, and it's so f- yeah. there's so much yes. freedom and safety. Yeah. in it yeah. too. You know, yeah. I don't know. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tip two. Tip yeah. Do it. <laughs> Did you have any? Well, my main thing would be communication is key. Like in sex, in marriage, in life, like communicate. Yeah. If you're single, communicate your feelings. Communicate mm-hmm. where you're at. What like if you're interested in someone. Just be bold like it's your time and your emotions. In marriage, communicate like, hey, if you're PMSing, let your husband know. Don't let him find out by you throwing mean words in his face. Like, (laughs) it's funny because my husband can tell when I'm, like, exactly X amount of days out from getting my period. He's like, like, hey, he's like, are you, are you, you, is this many days left? And I'm like, you're right. And I'm like, for me. and I vocalize where I'm at though, because guys aren't mind readers. And I would also say like, let go of your expectation for perfection from you or from your spouse or yeah. who you're in a relationship yeah. with. Because I think walking into a marriage or my marriage now, I had expectations that things would look a certain way, yeah. even like my sex life mm-hmm. or like how our marriage dynamic looks yeah. and how we are in the house. Like, my husband loves to cook, and I am so blessed. And I know that a lot of women don't no, have that. Really so you should have thought. <laughs> you should hear about my breakfast. <laughs> so, but, yeah. like, our dynamic is so different, and I think if I went in, like, fully expecting things to look, like, a very specific way, I would not only be yeah. hurting, like my ability to connect with my husband, but I would also be hurting our marriage because I'd be holding this expectation on him. Mm -hmm. And, like, one thing he told me, he's like, you have to stop, like, when we were dating, he was like, you have to stop expecting me to do what your ex-boyfriend did. Mm -hmm. He's like, because I'm not him, and, like, Mm -hmm. you can't hold me to that expectation. But you also can't expect me to read your mind because that's impossible. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, just letting go of the expectation of perfection or that things will look a certain way. Mm. Like, have your standards and have... Have like yeah. yeah your yeah. boundaries have have things in place, but that doesn't mean you have expectations. And I think we talked about this on a, a previous episode where like expectation on I forget what it was, but just letting go of that expectation because yeah. expectations it was disappointment. We were talking oh, about yeah. disappointment. Yeah. Yes. I was like, where is it? <laughs> but um, letting go of that expectation will also protect you from being disappointed yeah. or feeling betrayed. Mm-hmm. Like. Those expectations are something that you have to deal with in your heart first yeah. before you can, like, bring someone yeah. else in. Yeah. And I would say invest so in your marriage. True. Like, I think about, like, people invest in their businesses. Yeah. People invest in their children. Yeah. Invest in your marriage. Yeah. So, like, my husband and I, we have this thing where we go on retreats. Like, we at least go on, like, a big retreat once a year where we go and, like, it's, like, all around marriage, all around getting tools on communication, oh, and you know, and we yeah. and we can work some things out that maybe we might need like a third party to help us work yeah. out. Yeah, it's so great. And it's completely we don't turn our phones off. We have like a certain time where we have our phones off for X amount of the time, and we just kind of isolate ourselves in that situation, and we give ourselves a couple of days. Like mm-hmm. we had recently went on a retreat um, in in Missouri, and it was amazing, and we got some new tools for our relationship. Yeah. Always 
always opening yourself to learn and work through those things. Yeah. And then also, too, like having like a checkup. Like I remember one of our, our, our uh, uh, spiritual leaders um, very close to us, and she was one of the women that were helping us through a season in our marriage that was very difficult. And one of the things she said is, you go and you get checkups on your car. Right. Oil yeah. change. You oil yeah. change, tune up, all those things. And she said, yeah. you should always have a regular person checking in on your marriage. Yes. Oh, like and, another person? Another person, like yeah. whether you're going through a counseling session or yeah. accountability, always having someone. And, and obviously, you want to make sure that it's the right person, right? Yeah. You want someone who, who actually yeah. understands what marriage is and has something that maybe you aspire, not perfection, but some someone that, that, you know, uh, that has that experience that can equip you for those tools. And I will yeah. tell you, one of the best tools that we got when we were in Missouri was a new way to communicate. Like for my husband, like he, he something wasn't clicking with one of the other tools we had previously. And for some reason, this tool on communication was super helpful and pretty much so maybe it might be helpful for you guys out there. It was just like we would sit down and we would say, hey, like I would love to have a heart talk and a heart talk. We could talk about um, dreams, you know, difficult things, whatever it was. And in that moment, whoever asked to do the heart talk would be the person who would start with the conversation and they could share their heart. And then the other person is quiet. That's key. (laughs) Open your ears and they would listen and then they would repeat. Like, you know, you have to kind of say it in small little segments. So let's say I say, hey, you know, I was really feeling frustrated yesterday about X, Y, Z. And he would say, okay, hear you saying that you're really frustrated by X, Y, Z. And so you kind of go through that conversation. Yeah, that's so great. And it's not that you're going to get to a resolution, but those yeah. heart talks are for understanding. Yeah. 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 And you're not holding it in and you're not until holding you hit that breaking point. You're yeah. not holding it in. Yeah. And, you're, and it's a healthy so way to communicate where yeah. you're not yelling at each other and looking yeah. like psychopaths and, like, throwing things and, ah. Like, oh, you know, it's goodness. just, like, it was just a clean, yeah. clear way yeah. to sit in a safe place to have a conversation. And then the person person could say, okay, are you, are you done? Yeah. I would like to share. So and good. then you switch yeah. the roles. Yeah. So that would be a great That's tip great. for communication if you're having difficulty talking through certain yeah. things. Yeah. But also, like, I mean, th- even just defining what your family looks like versus maybe what you grew up with, too. Yes. When it comes to communication, like, yeah, yeah. my yeah. parents love them. They are New Yorkers, and yelling in my house is not, like... <laughs> Uncommon. It's, <laughs> it's not uncommon, but it's also not always hostile. Yeah, like it's, it's a cultural thing. It's a cultural yeah. thing, right? And so, like, we just, we're it's like, I, when, now when I go home, I feel like I'm with some Tyrannosaurus Rexes. <laughs> it's like, it's like, <laughs> bum, 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 bum. There's no coffee in the coffee. <laughs> it's like so loud. I love but it. But that's what I grew up with, right? But when my parents get into it, they get into it in terms of, like, volume. Passion. And passion. passion. There's lots of passion yeah. happening. But when, you know, when I married my husband, he's from Texas. They're a little bit more buttoned up. Like, the first time I met his family, he was like, you're being rude. And I was like, what? <laughs> T-Rex or whatever. Yeah, it was T-Rex and around. It wasn't working out. So, um, so, but I remember like, you know, within the first couple months of our marriage, like I raised my voice with him and I would like start picking a fight, you know, in that Mm. way. We'd never really fought that much when we were dating. But then when we got married, it just kind of changed things when we actually lived together and all this. And, 
And I just remember he looked at me. He's like, listen, I know this is what you grew up with, but this is not going to work for me. Oh, like, I am, mm-hmm. you know, good. like, you're you're just not going to talk yeah. to me this way. And mm-hmm. I, I don't mm-hmm. want this to be our family. Yeah. And we actually so had good. to ma- have a lot of conversations, yeah, like, awesome. like where, you know, maybe you grew up with this and maybe you grew you know, And I've had to do the same thing with how his family was, too. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah. this just yeah. isn't You're going to say how, you're new. Yeah. yeah, exactly. A new normal. Yeah. A new yeah. normal. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things for us, which I love, is like divorce is never an option. Yeah. Yeah. So like we don't, like I don't think we've ever even (coughs) brought that word up. We don't say it. Like we don't say it at all. Like so we know that whatever we got to figure out and however we got to figure out, like one of our options is not divorce. Like it's not even on the table. So it forces you to not even have that Mm -hmm. as an escape route. Yeah. Um, That's good. Because I'm a, li- I'll be honest, I'm a little bit like flight, you know, like if it's fight or flight, I'm oh, like, yeah. Yeah. oh, just get me out of here. Yeah. Like, I don't want to deal with yeah. this. I want to go to a cabin in the woods all by myself, get away <laughs> from my everything, my life. Um, and so I just want to kind of run away in those moments. But like, it's so good to, for me personally, because I'm like, oh, like, no, I didn't get to do that. Like, yeah. Yeah. actually, he would allow me to not he would allow me but he would actually give me that as a gift if I if I verbalized I just need to get away like he would do whatever he could to give me that as a gift like um but we just never even bring up divorce it's never an option yeah it's not Um, used to manipulate yeah Yeah, I told my husband the only way away from me is in a coffin. Oh my gosh, that's a true New Yorker. That's a true New Yorker. That's a true New Yorker in a coffin. But you know, they're at my coffee. a new love language which is distance oh yeah. interesting yeah I, I don't know, know. I love it's, that it's a rumor I know but could have they chosen the Get same away concept from me. but a different love word yeah, <laughs> I, I know I feel like maybe uh, space personal time yeah space or, yeah, yeah. that sounds a little too I got a little more into this yeah. I had a friend who was very excited about it uh, so okay. could you mention uh, well it's a love language for those like I knew you love me because you don't want to be around me what I don't know how that works well you said something that kind of stroke like another great tip is like Putting boundaries with in-laws. <laughs> like, oh, that's real, yeah. Okay, so there is no this... No comment. Okay, there is this thing, you guys, honestly, and I'm just going to be totally real. Okay, you you lived with your family for X amount of years. Yeah. You're yeah. in that relationship, okay? Your husband lived with that person X amount of years in that relationship. And sometimes those waters, when you come together, can get a little murky. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely highly encourage you guys having a conversation about boundaries. And I've noticed it's a lot more difficult for men who are really close with their moms than it is for I don't know I feel like women are a lot easier to like attach to something but if they're really close with their dads it's like almost like moms with their boys and girls with their dads it's really kind of hard and you want to make sure that you're respecting and honoring each other yeah and so I would say have that conversation have that conversation with the with the parents and make sure that that you Mm -hmm are representing your household. So don't allow your spouse to communicate those things to their family. If there is an issue, you are the representative of 
that house and you should communicate. So for example, if my husband needs to communicate or reiterate a boundary with his parents, it's his responsible. Yeah. It's his responsibility. Oh, I Cuz yeah. what could happen is there could be yeah. like this weird, yeah. you know, um, you know, um what's the word I'm looking for? Like resentment like, or yeah, stuff, tension. that tension yeah. that can build. Yeah. So if my family has an issue with something with him, it is my responsibility to communicate. It's yeah. my responsibility like to oh, handle like that. that. Yeah. It's my responsibility to protect my husband. It's my responsibility to com- com- communicate mm-hmm. that to yeah. my family. My and it helps to keep to the too. waters very yeah. clear and okay. very defined. Yeah, you're so. like the ambassador for your family. Exactly. <laughs> but you exactly. also understand how to talk better to Absolutely. your parents. Yeah. Sir, you know, Absolutely. like, okay, listen, I know yeah. he's tripping, but no, I'm just kidding. Sometimes, <laughs> great. Like, but, you know, but, you know, we're keeping it yeah, yeah. Like, we understand, we're but hey, yeah. you gotta keep yourself together. You can't go off on him, you can't go raptor on him. You know? <laughs> it's a T Rex. T Rex, yeah. Do you want to I give love it. me to give three tips? Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, three tips. I'll do it really quick for being single. Um, I, it's kind of just going to reiterate some things. I had like an eight year on and again, off again relationship that was, you know, that in itself kind of explains how messy it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I took time like years to grieve that and get over that and move on. Cause I was at that place where I was like, I cannot give my heart to someone. I don't want to give my heart to someone if it belongs, if someone else is, is like still in it. And mm-hmm. so it's like getting to that place, I think, of taking time to, mm-hmm. you know, move, grieve things, grieve past relationships and become your whole full self. Like mm-hmm. once I started to grieve that, I feel like that's when I found myself and started to make healthy changes. Um, you know, those eight years were not perfect. And so just... And I want, so what I want in someone is someone who's done the same, who has done the work, who's going to come as a whole person um, and who's ready to give their heart fully to someone yeah, else, good. you know, because I mean, I'm 29, I'm in my late 20s, like I can't expect to be someone's first girlfriend or for some, or, you know, or for someone to come as like a, a clean slate or whatever you want to call yeah. it, because I won't either. And so I'm looking for someone who will accept that. <laughs> um, yeah. And I'm definitely looking for some, I think it's so important to have the same beliefs. Like, yeah. I think that you have yeah. to like think so far, like long term, mm-hmm. you can think someone's great, you can get along really well. But if like, think about like, are, can you raise kids with this person? Yeah. If you, Are you going to have, are you going to be on, you know, you have to be mirror images of people. I'm not looking for the exact same person as me um but someone who holds the same beliefs so when we raise a family like we're on the same page I don't want to have to change someone yeah um and then the last one was I don't want I think it's really important to like not just check someone's box like there's a lot of people probably like I'll just I just want to get married you know I'm like I I take took me a long time to like say those words like I want want, I'm like it's a desire of mine to get married without it sounding so desperate Mm -hmm. but I'm like if I were desperate like I'd be married so I don't want to just get married (laughs) you know and I don't want to just marry someone who's like I I just want to get married you know so I think just patience and everything we said there's purpose in the process and there's purpose in singleness Mm -hmm. there's purpose 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 in all the relationships (laughs) so yeah (gasps) yeah so Amazing. Good. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed the purposeness of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Please uh, subscribe. If you are not subscribed, you want to know when we're going live, when we're posting new episodes. And give us, yeah, give us a follow. Give us a like if you like this episode. And please comment below with your best tips about, you know, your whatever season it is that you're in. So whether it's singleness or whether uh, it is married or it's complicated anywhere in between (laughs) definitely follow us on instagram at truth be told show 
We can't wait to see you on there and we'll catch you next time.